Welcome back to the best No Judgment Zone space in the world because neither one of us have any law degrees. I am Saint Sofa King Marvelous. I don't know why he keeps putting the saint in front of the marvelous. It, it, this just doesn't make sense well, to I, me. How do you know? But, how do you know I'm not a saint? Because every time you come here, the, the horns pop out and the no, tail No, but grows. I don't lie. And I since I don't lie, yeah. you don't see no Pinocchio erectile coming through the pants. Yeah. Because yeah. I keep it real. A lot of, a lot of po- politicians don't lie. Monica Lewinsky, they, he didn't lie down. Not your average Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> we are the Podical Sons. Let's start the show. Well, we can't start the show just yet. We got a guest. We got to introduce our guest. Yes. We have the one, the only, Lucky. Oh. <laughs> Preach on the people's welcome. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the thank show. Thank you. Thank you. Now, we're going to have a few discussions and stuff, whatever, with Lucky, especially pertaining to in his world of expertise on some things. We're going to get to that. But yes, like, comment, subscribe, subscribe. YouTube people. YouTube. Welcome. You can see me in my shiny ass forehead. You can see Lucky in his penis shirt and his broke back hat. <laughs> and to the people who are listening to this, they probably want to say, what the fuck? <laughs> and see it. So they might go over to the YouTube to go look at it and everything. Right. Um, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, everywhere. We welcome you to the All people that, that are new. Stuff. Shout out welcome. to Bermuda. Uh, Bermuda. Uh, we're, we're charting out in Bermuda. Yeah, shout out to Bermuda. So we're charting thank you. out there. Uh, most definitely. We appreciate the love and the support. And we hope that we don't disappoint you. I don't. He disappoints a lot yeah, well, of people you know, most I, of the time. I, I, so, I mean, that's how it works, folks. I try to keep a reality check. to Set your reality check it's, ass it's, up it's, over there. It is, it is what it is. <laughs> Anywho, yes, to the folks at home, you're new, welcome. To the ones that are regular Douglas, have a seat, we missed you. And we can get into it and stuff. So let's talk about, let's talk about our guests here. Tell us, tell the people about yourself. Oh, well, I've known uh, Marvelous here for about eight years now, is yes, it, roughly? User. I would say, yeah. Eight pushing nine. Wow, far too long. And I just want to mention that he's... Always been this way. Yeah. And yeah. Smooth would know. You've known him longer than I have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I met him at work. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was new. And my uh, best friend <laughs> got me the job there. And she told me that, you know, it's it's not like your last job. You can't you can't be too open. You just be a little more conservative. Oh, yeah. Blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. This, yeah. that, and the other. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, whatever. I'm, I'm young. I'm just going to be quiet, you know. And uh, I have what they call resting bitch face. And I I own that and I understand that. But I was also new and shy and, you know, I just wanted to not fuck up the job so I wouldn't get fired after my probation. Right, right. And, it's it's uh, kind of key. Yeah, yeah you, yeah, you, you kind of want to keep on to the job. Uh, exactly, yeah. right? You're so for the money. <laughs> I was uh, busy doing something and this one comes up from behind me and he goes, he goes, yo, Luke. And I turned around and I looked at him and I couldn't remember his name for the life of me. <laughs> Because there was how many people in that place? I was like, oh, fuck, I don't know his name. And I just said, yes. And he goes, y'all gay, right? <laughs> and I didn't know where this was going to go. I mean, I didn't know if he, if, if he was going to be like, see you at the parking lot. 
going to fight you or maybe just slip in my number underneath. I didn't know right. what was going to happen. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, I was yeah, like yeah. yes. And he goes, and Christina's a, my best friend with the job there. He goes, and Christina's a lesbian, right? I'm like, yes. And he goes, and y'all live together? I'm like, yeah. He goes, how's that working out for you? I said, oh, just fine. He goes, okay, because, you know, uh, I guess it really wouldn't work because you're both gay, but... I'm trying to find two straight men and women that live together and it doesn't like screw them over. They get in a huge fight and then someone moves out. And I stopped and I said, I do know someone actually, a straight girl, a guy who lived together and they've been together for about four months and they're not dating and everything's great. And wow. Four months. Wow. And white for it. White for okay, it. Okay, okay, one, okay, okay. There's more to like, it. There's more to oh, it. Oh, wow. Okay. Awesome. Amazing. Blah, blah, blah. So he walks away, and as he walked away, I heard someone go, Yo, Marv! And I said, Oh, it's Marv! <laughs> so about a month later, I go up to him day, I'm like, Yo, Marv! And he goes, he go, Yeah, what's what up? up? I said, So uh, you curse those people. He goes, Why? Is that because they've uh, so hey, far apparently fuck. slept together and now they're nixed and they won't wow. talk to each other? And it's this big rip. I said, You How curse them. How did I jinx wow. that? We wow. knew it was going to happen, wow. though. Wow. Didn't you not know it? Smooth, you knew this shit was going to happen. You knew it was gonna happen. You were fed the story. You already knew it was they were gonna fuck soon. I, I, but they could have. They could have made a blossoming, beautiful relationship. They nope. could have. They could have. Because they didn't gone. have to go that I way, Mark. You curse them. You jinx them. I don't know what you did, but you ruined them. So this guy's always been asking wacky questions for as long as I known him. Probably even longer. Thank you. Thank and you. And he was the first person besides my friend to make me feel comfortable and, and welcomed welcome. in this place yes. and just like genuine person towards me and. We've been friends ever since. We've been That's friends cool. ever since. That's man. cool, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah. Today we're gonna have a little, nice, little nice little, little switch up on the ones and twos. I just want to say you are officially the first non-black guest, first okay. non-black oh. guest, first white yes. guest yes. on the show. Oh. Yes. It took him to 140 episodes. <laughs> Me zero, <laughs> a zero Caucasians. Forty one. Everybody All knows right. I'm the technical guy, and Marv takes care of everything else. You see this? Shit? So, see, this is the bullshit. This so, is the bullshit. This so, guy. This while politician Marv is over, over here. Pointing fingers. This politician over he here. He forgets to point one back all the time. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, we're gonna. Yeah. This. I, this well, will well, be. Well, well, I mean, let's well, not stop. Honored. Bless your heart. <laughs> let's not just stop that. He because he's not just the first non-black host we have. Yes. But he's the first non-heterosexual host yes. that we've had. So yeah. it's a twofer. This show is a twofer, right? It's a twofer. This is a twofer show right now. It's a twofer. We're two for two. So yeah, man, we're going to talk about, you know, the community, the black, the white world, dicks, rainbow community. Man <laughs> came with his penis shirt yeah, today. He made sure in he, full effect that you knew, <laughs> you knew that you knew you knew where he was coming from <laughs> where he was coming you, to. <laughs> <laughs> well played. And I know you like him a little older, a little seasoned and stuff like that, whatever. You like him burly type. Yeah, burly that, type. Yeah, the, 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 this one, one over the little, there. Little, the salt little and pepper. Gray, the salt and pepper. Oh, magic. now they're little grays. <laughs> after you were sitting on my shining silver. <laughs> I don't know if Sue's really Burly though, no, no, he's, he's, burly. Yeah. He needs a little more meat. On yeah, his I'm not bones. really, I'm not really the burly type. But he's a the, tiny little guy. The short, the salt like peppers, a the salt and peppers. Too. So you're not burly. I'm you're burly. More of a daddy status. A daddy, daddy. status. Oh, daddy status. So wait, wait, what's what's a daddy status? Daddy status, an older gentleman. Okay, okay. You know, he's established in life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He he uh, has a home. You yeah, have a yeah, vehicle. Yeah. Check. You uh. 
you know where you are in the world, where Check. you where you want to continue to go in the world. Check. Right? You're you are an actual dad. <laughs> There's a bonus Check. there. Check. Win win. You know? <laughs> so you can, you can take care of a younger man. That I could. That you could. So what kind you of have so, the money? Every so so what about me? You. <laughs> Oh, Every man. dinner? Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't want to be no fucking you daddy. Don't, daddy you don't want to be a daddy type. Don't be no fucking... So what kind of type am I? You? Oh, jeez. I, I fit in multiple boxes now. <laughs> Maybe. Mm. I don't want to say... Well, hmm. you're definitely not a twink because you're too old for that. Maybe a twonk. So, wait, okay. wait, wait, wait. You, okay. you got to find, yeah, you gotta you find these twink, twink right twink. now. Yeah, <laughs> you, what the fuck is a twonk? Just, you can't just throw those out right Let's go in. Okay, okay. Let's go in. A twink is generally a younger gay boy who is like very hairless and kind of stupid. Kind of really tiny. No meat on their bones, you know. Just superficial, artificial type, and a twonk is a bit more, bit more meat on the bones, a bit more muscular, still pretty hairless. They got a little more intellect to them, but they're still kind of hollowed out, I guess you could say. Yeah. Also, be a little older than a twink. A twink's generally an early twenty. Right, right, right. A twonk, we're moving into like you know later mm. to thirties now. Gotcha. So gotcha. so far, so far we got daddy, twink, mm. and twonk defined. Where does Mar fall in? I would have to say twonk, for lack of a better term, because these are pretty uh, rigid terms with not the best leeway mm, for mm. everything else. Mm. Okay. And then, so you're a daddy and a twonk. Daddy twonk? Twonk daddy? Twonk daddy? Twonk daddy? Twonk daddy? Yo. We are the twonk daddies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Um, well, let's touch on one poll of stuff, whatever. Not yours. Keep yours in your pants. But um, <laughs> I will try. <laughs> we did a poll of stuff early in the week. Um, do you need romance to make a relationship work? 57% said yes. Are you in agreement with that? Mm, I don't think so, necessarily, because they say that you know, love, the older you get, it changes, right? And generally, when you're with someone for so long, when you get, say, you've been together for like 50 years, it's more of almost a companionship, but mm. you still have that deep love for the person. Mm -hmm. You okay. just lost that romance, romance, romance. part of it, right, right? Right. right? But that's just, you know, you still have that that strong connection and that, that love. It mm. just doesn't have that, I guess, sexual spark. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Bless you. I said no, because uh, typically when you you think of marriage, I mean, just just now that whole love and romance part has been added to the equation. But I mean, from dawn of time, it's always been some sort of arrangement thing. Somebody's family's trying to get ahead, so they marry off their daughter to some rich ass son, mm -hmm. some rich ass son gets married to some princess of hell of a daughter, and <laughs> now both families are in both. Good standings. They don't really care if they love each other or not. Pretty much. But it's an arrangement that has been made. So I want to say it's only been a recent time. And even with it being a recent time, we still find that people marry for status more than anything else, I would think. That's a big fact. That's a big fact. I, always, I said no too. Because I look at it, well, you guys went super deep in it. I just looked at it as that after the honeymoon phase of a new relationship... I feel like it gets to a point where 
all that fun stuff will kind of, I want to say not vanish, but dissipate and reality will come in. So right. it's like you worked out the kinks. Yeah. yeah. So now reality came in and stuff like, okay, when we were dating, we weren't living together. We were separate. So anytime we see each other, we're fucking. And if now we're living together and stuff, like it, the novelty would be, we're going to be going at it like as rabbits. And then now when you're living together, day-to-day work shit and everything, like, like the two-year mark, you're like, meh. Meh. And meh. Meh. I'm glad you're alive. Yeah. I made it home safe because I always feel like those couples in the beginning at the two year mark. But that's what see reality kicks in heavy for me. Damn, that's early. What's <laughs> <laughs> your honeymoon phase? My, not just the honeymoon phase, but to be like the oh meh phase. Like I thought that was after at least a decade. No, like I always look at like seasoned couples. I always look at seasoned couples like this in the beginning. They like they can't wait to sleep next to each other. And then, like, let's say, like, the two to three mark after living together, be like, yo, your knee was all on my side of the goddamn bed. <laughs> you yes. know that. Boundaries have been set. Boundaries have been ba- set. Boundaries have been be like, set. yo, are you okay? You had a nightmare. Why was your leg all on my side? And you buy a king size bed. Hmm? No further questions. No. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Get your money up. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's when you need a daddy. That's when you need a daddy. That's when you need a daddy. Yeah. Hey. (laughs) Okay. Um. Let me ask you: Are there any specific pronouns to use, like for everybody and everything? Yes, there is. We. I know we're coming into a world, especially like it's implemented so heavy in work now. Mm -hmm. Especially, you'll see a lot of pronouns for everybody. But I didn't want to choose a pronoun. Like, I mean, do we? Have to use pronouns? Do we not have to use pronouns? Do you prefer to use pronouns with your for yourself? I would say it's important, and we should because everyone identifies yeah. as something different, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. It's okay. We're pretty close to you. Ah, so That's I like works. for example. You know, I identify as he, him, as I assure you do, and Smooth does. I, I, you can't speak for my gender. I'm a bobcat today. You're your, your bobcat today. So my and my pronouns are grr and rare. I think he's always been a bobcat. He's just been hiding. Well, pardon me. We well, I'm an a- open bobcat today, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have a bobcat. We have somebody who goes by Gerrar. What do you prefer, Smooth? Uh, I like I like him. And, okay, and, okay, and then and we he. got two he him. Okay, I think it's important because then you know where people stand, and there's a lot of people who are non-binary these days, transgender. Right, that's right. right. It's good to know if they some people like non-binary. I don't want to be known as a he or a she. I just want to be them they because I want to stand outside of the gender norms right mm. so I think it's a very important thing and I think it's good to know and I think it's good when especially in a company setting like you had said when they um, some of my friends when they start new companies they would give them a sheet saying what's your preferred pronoun really and then they also had an other section if they had something that say wasn't on there this is new since this is new right I'm assuming I'm assuming and yeah. I mean how, how, I how never recent was that this that you heard jeez mm, month ago Really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah it's, it sounds like something that will probably just be only implemented like within within a few months because I mean just this whole dance of being mindful of how you address people. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's just I would I would say less than four years. I wouldn't even say even less than that. Really? Yeah, I wouldn't even say I wouldn't even say even even less than that. I mean we've we've all always been mindful of you know pronouns mm-hmm. and 
other people's feelings in regards to how they want to be addressed. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's really been like it hasn't been brought into the main yeah like until a the mainstream past few thing. years even that I've noticed. Gotcha. I yeah. would say I mean I've always known of he she I never heard of them they till within the past five years I'd say. And you just heard of Gur and Rar. And now and, I'm learning Gur and Rar. Gur and Rar. Okay, okay. No, because okay, help me try to understand something now. If you bear with me, this is rookie and new to everybody. A trans boy, did, did it become a boy to a girl or a girl to a boy? A trans boy. Yeah. So, 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 are, so, so somebody's addressing like, acknowledge like, I'm a trans man. Oh, then they were born female. Okay. Yeah. And they've transitioned to become a man. Okay. Yeah, almost gotcha. to go. it sounds kind of self-explanatory because you did that trans and then whatever gender follows mm-hmm, is yeah. probably what you were opposite so to So they before. transformed into a man. Right. That's, and they that's transformed how I would see into it. A, I'm trying to clear the air. That's how I would see it. Okay, okay. Cool, cool, cool. All right. So, okay. Should the LGBTQ community be allowed to marry in churches? Of course. It's a building like any other. And if that's what they believe and that's where they want to be... Mm-hmm. They should have the right to do that as anyone else should, right? Mm-hmm. I agree to that. I agree. Because I look at it stuff as that where, see, I'm a fan of love is love. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan of love is love. We're, pro, we're pro-human here. Yeah. We say it all the time. Pro-human. Mm-hmm. We're pro-human and stuff. And I feel like there's tons of events where tons of people will have a, an event or a chance to signify their love in a relationship, right? And I feel like on this side of the world, marriage is like the utmost high. Next to, I guess, another part of the world, somebody like, if I die for you, you know, or I kill for you, <laughs> you know I fucking love you. But if I marry you and stuff, whatever, mm-hmm. I went, I took you from basic Betty to like the one. Well, I'm looking at it as if we're gonna say, hey, you now have the legal like the legal right to marry, mm-hmm. who are we to confine how you choose to marry? Mm-hmm. Why exactly. should we, why should we put a condition on your marriage? Right, because you're 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 a same sex couple. Like that doesn't make no sense. If you're allowed to marry, then you should just be allowed to do how you please. So whether but, that be in yeah. a church, whether that be in city hall, whether that be yeah. If you're gonna let us marry now, let's go wherever we want, like anyone else. There shouldn't be any conditions on it. Bible, <laughs> the Bible. Yeah, but then the but the but what what that well, that's what I'm saying. If we're saying we're taking traditional man and woman because that's the Bible, right. right? If we're saying okay, no longer is gonna be then traditional man and woman, mm. then we can't hold any anything else to that standard. Valid, mm-hmm. noted. Okay, you came to play today. Daddy came to play. Daddy came to play. Daddy came to play. Okay. Um, so when did you first learn about the history of gay culture? Well, what this actually is is the history of gay liberation. Ooh, my mm. bad. So okay. see, we clean, we cleaning up now. It's because see, now we get a squeakified because some people are probably like gay culture be like ever ever gay liberation, gay liberation because gay culture has been around like any other culture, right? Mm-hmm. It's like it dates back to ancient Greece, and they were more open of a civilization than we were to it, right? Mm-hmm. right. But yeah. it was so 
underground and so hidden and rejected from mainstream society for so long, it was impossible for people to track certain events unless you were there at that time or place, right? Right, right. right. And there was a great movie that came out on Netflix uh, last year. It's called Dance of the 41. And it's based in the 1800s in like high society Mexico. And these like high society Mexicans basically... um, they have the secret like gentlemen's club. Okay. So they go to like drink and smoke cigars and they just dress up in drag and they'll have orgies and whatever. And, and one night they all get raided by the police and they all get executed except one guy because he's the son of the president's daughter. Okay. Mm. Or sorry, the husband of the president's daughter. So we know about this because it was documented. Right. Mm -hmm. So we have that, but there's probably so many other situations throughout time that we'll never know about. It's just lost history right because it was so underground so the beginning of gay liberation in america which is kind of unofficial for here too Mm -hmm. and like other places like some european countries that were more first world at the time would be stonewall riots in new york city which happened on june 28th 1969 and it was oh so that's why that last the last piece of the month that ending of the month it's so monumental and stuff to the to being gay pride. Gotcha. So, ah. um, essentially, the uh, there's this sleazy little bar on Christopher Street in Manhattan called mm. the Stonewall, and it was mob run and owned, and they would basically let gay people drink there and kind of just be themselves. Okay. okay. And you know, drag queens would go, transgender people would go, and everyone would just have a good time. And now, sorry, would, don't mean to cut you not in, in that in that time. time it was trans. Was 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 it the the only establishment like that or were there others and there then were, this one more this was just more prominent. Th- this was just where this happened to happen because there were lots around New York City, Toronto had a bunch, but they're very underground places. Right. Like the right. King Eddie Hotel, you know, down on King Street yeah. by Young. That used to be a place in the 40s where apparently um, uh, men and women who were gay would go together as each other's beards and the men would go in the back and have like a time or sorry, the men would go upstairs and have sex with other men and all the, the wives would stay downstairs dancing together. That's okay. And it was like an underground gay place till it got raided by the police. So these Hmm. places that they would get tipped off by people and they would get raided. So this one night Stonewall got raided Mm -hmm. and instead of just kind of kill, because at the time homosexuality was a criminal offense in Canada and America. Mm -hmm. So, you know, people get arrested, they would go to jail, they lose their jobs, their careers, their lives, everything. So they got, uh, they decided to fight back. And there's a great documentary on Netflix about Marsha P. Johnson. She was a black transgendered woman of the time who threw the first brick at Stonewall at the cops. Mm -hmm. And that started a three night raid or riot. And that went on for three days until it finally like dissipated. And um, a year later in 1970, they held the first uh, protest, they called it. Mm -hmm. And they have one in San Francisco, Los Angeles and New York. And those are the big spots for the pride parades. Yeah. And those are the first three that happened. And ever since then in America, it just got bigger and bigger. And then other cities adopted it and it went through. Mm. But here in Canada, we didn't really have that liberation yet. The only thing that happened in 69 was they decriminalized homosexuality. Here. Here. Okay. Okay. So they decriminalized in I-69, but nothing else happened. So what we had in the 70s. Sorry, is that on the trail of it happening, the being decriminalized? 
decriminalized in the U.S. Was that around the same time, or or did in the U.S. The that U.S. I earlier? believe it took a little bit longer. Oh, so it was still criminalized in the U.S. As far as I know, I'm not exactly sure the date, okay. but I believe it was okay. a couple so years. So Canada was that. still the gay haven then, regardless. It was, but because I mean, it you, still you, you're wasn't. able to get married here before you get married in, in America. Right, yeah. Well, that didn't yeah. come until the 2000s, right? right. So yeah. in the 70s, though, it, what happened here for Pride was on the island, they were doing what they called the gay picnic. Mm. So it was somewhere that was secluded, tucked away from the city, secluded. People could go be themselves for a day, be safe, but it was still accessible and in the city. That's why Hanlands is now like the gay beach, they call it, and everyone goes The there. nude beach. Yeah, the nude beach, the gay beach. It's mm. a great fun time. <laughs> yeah, because so, um, dicks are swinging for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dick show 101. <laughs> so uh, anyways, we didn't have that. And then in 1981, they had what's called Operation Soap happened. So these were the bathhouse raids. And four bathhouses got raided on February 5th, 1981. Mm. And they arrested almost 300 men. And it was the largest mass arrest in Canadian history up until like 2015 or 16. Somewhere in Alberta had a bit more. So, and um, mm. they arrest all these men and they, and, and at the time to have a bathhouse and stuff was a perfectly legal business. They were right. doing it. They paid their money right. to use the service to, to wash their sex, ass. Right? Yeah. Or, yeah. And, <laughs> or wash or have sex. They paid their money to, to do this and they were getting arrested. They trashed these bathhouses. They arrested all these men. They stole their jewelry, their wallets. They were showing up at their workplaces after because there was no legal protection yet in jobs. Like you could be, still be fired. A lot of men weren't out to their families and they were getting disowned. So they were like further ruining their lives after this happened. Mm. So anyways, when this happened, uh, 4,000 people gathered the next night at Young and Wellesley and they protested and marched um, saying like no more raids gay rights now and it was all sorts of people gay people straight people like everyone came and right. they marched all the way down to the people police. are pro-human exactly they were pro-human and they marched to the police um, precinct on Dundas there and uh, after that our pride the next month they held a pride parade in the streets of Toronto. And then eventually it, it, the year after that in 1982, it was in June and we started having our pride parade that took to the streets. And then eventually the village started to build up on church street and they moved it to there. And then the city started to endorse it by 1991. And so we use these events as like unofficial starting points of gay culture because we can now track everything that's happened got since it, then. Got it. Easy. I am mad at that. I like that. Okay. No, cause I'm see my thing now. Marsha, what's her name? Marsha P. Johnson. What kind of trans surgery or transitioning did she do? Do you know? That I do not know. Okay. Because <laughs> I was about to say, um, I'm like, were you doing surgeries there? Or were we just taking um, supplements to get the breast going? Was, was she the one? She was big on, on like the burlesque circuit is is what I'm I'm thinking. Not to my knowledge. Okay. She would just go to these, well, at the time, these sleazy bars and just like hang out and perform. Right, right. And then she became quite an activist after Stonewall. Got it. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. I knew there was a, some sort of performance aspect in there. Mm -hmm. so oh, so you heard the name before? I see, yeah, I've heard the name before. Gotcha. I've heard the name before. Okay. It's, it's funny <clears throat> that um, you're mentioning all these uh, different cities in the, the U.S. because... Growing up, it's all the 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 city that always pops up in my head as far San as, Fran is San Fran. Mm -hmm. What's the story the behind that? Why 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 is that such a dominant uh, San Francisco? Place? From my knowledge, it was always this 
hippie haven, right? It was okay. always that city where people who were very free thinking, liberal thinking would go, very artsy, very like, you know, boho vibes, right? So it always right, attracted right. people who lived outside societal norms, right? Uh, and at the time, since being gay was outside of societal norm, it was a place to go. Right, right, and right. And then they built up um, the Castro, which is their gay village, and it just took off. Castro. Okay. Okay. You, since you're so well informed, how come you don't teach kids about gay culture, gay liberation? Teach children. Why not? <laughs> Why not? You're well versed. You understand some dynamics. There's tons of kids that probably don't even know the culture, but they're yet they're claiming they might be. I don't mean claiming. They're not too sure if they're gay, straight. Or whatever, because mm -hmm. they're still trying to find themselves. Well, mm -hmm. education will help anybody transition over. Period, from good to great. That's the transition I'm talking about. No, you know, honestly, Marv, I just never thought of doing something like that because I didn't think people want to listen to me in that context, right? Do you know, them, do you know like, anybody that's doing stuff like like what Marv just suggested? No, mm. right, right. So, okay, when should we talk to our children about the LGBT community? Do you recommend the age, a time frame? You know, kids are going to ask questions. Kids are going to be curious. Mm. And I think, for example, you're walking with you're walking with your kid down the street. You see two men or two women holding hands and they go, what's that? Oh, from my experience and a lot of what I hear from other people's experiences, children, their parents will say things like, oh, that's nothing. Don't look, blah, blah, blah. That's disgusting. You know, whatever. Mm, right. Instead of doing that, just be like, that's love. Just like, Mommy and I have, or Daddy and I have, right? That's just, that's love. Yeah. That's yeah. what it is. And instead of making it seem like it's something so different and so, it's just not part of a normal life yeah. to say, right? It it just, it is, right? It's just, just life. Just, they choose to love each other instead of lo loving another, right? Just <laughs> normalize it for the child. Show them there's more beyond a hedro narrative. Now, as everybody... I've always heard this, and then I've heard briefly about the Kinsey scale before you mentioned the Kinsey scale to me, but is everyone a little bit gay? I like to think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, I have a story that ties into this, if you let me tell that, and then I'll explain the Kinsey scale to you. Fire away. So this is how I... I always knew from a very young age I was different mm -hmm. and I had different feelings. I just didn't know what they were right. or like what it meant until right. I got older. Mm. And, and maybe that's partly why the education comes in because... Well, they don't teach you anything. Right, exactly. 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 You don't exactly. learn anything. It's all because we trial can't, and error. Right, we can't assume, let's say, every young child that might be a child, let's say every young preteen or... Before an adult, let's say twelve to seventeen, will listen to this podcast right. and hear that. But this information and stuff is well noted, and they should know, and they should not feel scared or you know. Well, where they just kind turn. of assume you're already default straight when you're a kid, right? Yes, right? Yeah. yeah. So there's no, and they don't like you said they don't teach you anything. It's all trial and error. You have to figure it out. So I knew that like I didn't feel like other guys, mm. but I didn't know what it was, right? Because I was just too young to understand any of this, and then. I became a teenager and I would start to say, okay, I started to understand things a bit more and hear yeah. these terms like bi, gay, lesbian. So I said, okay, I'm bisexual. And I think 
with a lot of my friends too, from what I know, they use that as the first stepping stone to like, if to be right. like, you know, I right. you eventually they'll come out as gay. It's just like an easy way to like get there for a lot of gay people. Mm-hmm. So, and that's how I did it. So but did um, you start with a man or did you start with a woman? Like, did you start with it? Like, we're having sex yeah or dating sex or no, sex? no, no, no let's, say, let's say dating dating let's say dating first like but i even think even be even before that like just having just having like certain certain feelings feelings towards. but right but then until you you can have the feelings and stuff whatever like sometimes right. i feel like i want to punch you yeah mm. but then I, if i act on my feelings and stuff that's a different thing like right, a thought right. and action are two different types yeah. of things so but if you, you might say, still want to punch me yeah, even, even without <laughs> acting on it. True, but I want to say, like, if I come to a point where, like, say, I don't know where my feelings might lie with another person and stuff, whatever, besides me. Right. If I'm taking the initial step to say, if let's say, if I do feel I'm more on the gay side, if I don't, if I don't know where I'm, where I'm gonna put myself. Yeah. I would probably date a woman to see if I really if feel it is, exactly if it is that. Okay. Well, that's you know, like first few relationships, I'm going to call them that, like, mm-hmm. you know, beginning of high school, maybe late middle school was with women because that's what I was taught was right. Right. That's right, what right. I should be. And that's how it should be. And that's how it is going to be. Right. And you, right? And, and then gay was shunned. Yeah, exactly. Right. And then, you know, you have sleepovers because <laughs> your mom's not going to let you sleep over with a girl. So, okay, yeah, I got yeah. my guy friend sleeping over. One thing leads to another. Oh, that feels nice. Do it again. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, you know. So, um, mm-hmm. so I used bi as a stepping stone for myself. Right. And then I eventually came as gay. A lot of my friends came out 17, 18, 19, a lot earlier than I did because they had a much more positive upbringing of this and view mm-hmm, whereas right. mine was very negative so in my mind my young mind it just it wasn't good it wasn't right mm-hmm. i shouldn't even be bi but i was in college one day and i took a class called sexual diversity and the teacher said okay everyone stand up and she put a line across the board and she put um from zero she put zero one two three four five six uh points and she wrote she said that zero is exclusively heterosexual three is bisexual and six is homosexual mm. and then she told us when you were five years old stand where you thought you belonged on this scale right and so 95 percent of the class and it was like class of 30 kids goes and stands at zero zero, zero. yeah a cluster of us stood at five mm. with the teacher so then she goes, okay, okay, now everyone stand where you thought you were at, at, at 16, middle of your teens. Right. 95% of that class don't move. <laughs> yeah, they, still, they still stand um, at zero. The teacher went to six. The teacher. Uh, and one other girl went with her to six. And then uh, about four of us were still at three. Mm-hmm. So then she said, okay, now stand where you are at today. If you're 21, 40, because it's college, you got people of all ages. She goes, course, where yeah. are you today? The teacher went back to three. Me and my friend went to six. And the other girl was at six to eight, six. And then two people from the the three went to zero. And I just mm. remember looking over at a pile of eyes just looking at me. And it was the first time in my life that I just, like, accepted it to myself. Mm-hmm. Right. And right. said, like, no, you know, I'm a gay man. This is me. Yeah. I'm not going to let anyone tell me otherwise. I don't care what you people think, you know, like... 
it is what it is. So that's how I that's good. accepted it to myself. Well done. Um, so I was 21, and that involves what you asked earlier about the Kinsey scale. Right. Okay. So, so. that is the, the what the you just Kinsey explained. Yes, yeah. that's the, the, that's the Kinsey the, scale okay. was created by um, Kinsey in 1948, and it basically was to, because he believed that sexuality was not as rigid as uh, straight and gay. There right. It was all right. sorts of shades of gray in the middle. Yeah. So he did that. Like I said, zero was exclusively hetero. Um, bi was three. And then six was homosexual. And actually, I've learned recently, they added a section called X, which is for asexual people. Because they have <clears throat> no sexual preference. Yeah. So that Kinsey scale is to track people. <clears throat> so I for example, would say that I might range more in a, like, 5 to 4.5 area. Yeah. Okay. Because I had, um, I always thought after I came out and everything, I was, I came into this world where it was very, like, militant, okay, you're going to be gay, well, then you're gay, that's how it is. Right, right. right? You're gay, You, you that's what you chose, this is who it is, you're going to listen to fucking Britney Spears and Madonna and go to the clubs every night, and that's that. And um, I ended up meeting a pre-op trans man mm -hmm. a few years ago and mm -hmm. we hit it off and we had a great time and we ended up sleeping together and pre-op trans means he basically hadn't had any surgeries yet right okay so but they're going through the hormone therapy yeah right yeah so um it was one of the most exciting experiences of my life very <laughs> erotic, very fun and i realized in that moment there was so much more about a man that I was attracted to, the penis was almost the last thing on my mind. You know? When right, there was, right. wasn't one, there right. was there was that, the the broad shoulders, the facial hair, the deep voice, the way he carried himself, his mannerisms that I found also attractive and I was also turned on by and a dick was like the last thing on my mind. Mm. So it made me reevaluate my own sexuality and everything and look back at it and think, you know, maybe I'm not and as... Uh, militantly gay as I think, right? Right, right, right. So I like to say for people who are willing to listen and understand this, like you two fine gentlemen, I would say maybe I'm more of a five on the scale. On the Kinsey scale? Maybe 4.5. Okay. Okay. And you do you prefer masculine men then? Uh, I used to think I did. I used to think I did when I was younger. Mm. And I think... For or could, you, could you have been when you were younger and then over time you've just maybe kind of changed your preference? Possible. I think for myself personally, I just, I felt, like I said before, it was so militant and I had to be a certain way and be attracted to certain men. And that meant very masculine men, very, very manly men. And in the gay community, it's almost like hyper, hyperized in a way. Right. Because mm. they're men who aren't attracted to women. So they have to prove so strongly that they're men. Right, mm. so they almost take it to, to an extreme. extreme. I kind of right. figured, and I kind of figured. I had a bunch of exes who were like super macho men, and they're a bunch of fucking douchebags. They were they, <laughs> got it. They wouldn't listen to me. Yeah. Yeah. They, 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 they had they showed no emotion. I never knew what they wanted. Sometimes I they, feel like they, this is a gay like relationship with, between a him and I. Wood. He doesn't listen to me. Oh. I tell him about my feelings. I told him. Daddy I, doesn't listen. Daddy to doesn't this listen. Talk? Listen to this. I listen, told him. I said he's not as good of a, what a twank a twa, twa, twonk. A, he's not as good as a twonk as you think. Incorrect. Oh. I'm a banging twonk. I just don't bang yet. Now, <laughs> one day, I said, "Yo, you need to start watching me when I get out the vehicle." He said, "Why?" 
I said, you don't know by the time you drive off, somebody might kidnap my punk ass. I'm the leader of the Mighty Midget Mafia. Anybody can snatch me up in a, in a date rape van and just call it a date. As a short person, I do agree. You, you agree? Now, I do agree. <laughs> Exhibit A, aka asshole over there. Daddy. Daddy. Daddy's over there. We get out the car. I'm like, all right, then. Soon the door closed. Ah, she took off. We just had this fucking discussion. Clearly, you don't listen. Daddy, you left your twunk for dead. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. He don't Thank want you, you to come home. He bought you too many dinners. <laughs> he, got, well, he said, you know what? You this one, this one's dinner. costing me too much. <laughs> so you throw me back I'll let to somebody the else take him up. <laughs> <laughs> fucking God. Uh, but um, yeah, no, to say I used to think I had to be attracted to these douchebag men. Right. And I think that's also, you know, as you grow and you become older, you you realize you become more well versed in your own self mm, right, and you realize right. more of what you want. And I I remember I met this guy, he was actually Julie Black's PR manager. Okay. And he was high femme, high flamboyant, but there was something about him. Well, okay, hold on. What does high femme mean? Like high more femme? Femme like woman lights? Only bought women's clothes. Okay. He, he wears makeup. Blouses, not shirts. Mm-hmm. Right, right. But I think it was that confidence he walked with every day mm-hmm. that was just so attractive to me. And he, he owned it a little bit. Oh, he owned, he who owned he it. He was, and I loved it. I was living up. for right, it, you right. know? So um, I think, and like my boyfriend now, he's not masculine. He goes around and says, like, oh, 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 yeah, let's do this. Oh, 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 you know? Like, <laughs> there's not like, but he's so confident in who he is and he knows yeah. who he is and he's yeah. not afraid to be who he is. And it's just such an attractive quality in a person. I tell right? everybody, I tell everybody the best thing you can put on yourself to look good for any type of event is confidence. It's confidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We talk about it all, all, it's all confidence. the time. All yeah. the time. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of people and stuff, when they lack confidence, they don't see, it's like, you don't see what I see. You don't, I, mm-hmm. like, I see greatness and you see mediocrity. Yeah. And that's always a problem and stuff with people because you are your own worst critic, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. true. It's true. 100%. Okay. It's, it's, just going back to, to, to what you said, because I've always, kind of thought in my mind mm-hmm. if a woman who is let's say a lesbian mm-hmm. took on that more masculine trait mm-hmm. would she become attractive to a gay man? Jeez, I don't know. I've never personally found a more butch lesbian to be attractive, but that's just me speaking for myself. Right? <laughs> you like you like him? What is it? Lipstick? Lipstick lesbian? Look at you, Twonky! <laughs> Twonky! <laughs> you! <laughs> Knowing your terms, I, I, I read a lot. I do some research. You, you, you do know, some I research. Do some research. But yeah, like. The lipstick type of lesbians, the one that more femme looking and everything like that. Do you find them attractive or you just, you just, I think, I don't want to speak for you, but I feel like you just find beauty and greatness into people. Exactly. Like I can find beautiful women Mm -hmm. and attractive women and appreciate who they are. I just don't have a desire to have an emotional relationship with a woman. Gotcha. Mm. Okay. Okay. That's, that's what I like to hear. Okay. Um, let me ask you, your favorite month should be June. 
Should it? Should slash your birthday month. Now, one question of stuff is that rainbow washing always happens in the month of June. How do you feel about rainbow washing? Rainbow washing, rainbow capitalism. I mean, like, I've did, also did, heard did, it called. Uh, define the term first before we. So rainbow washing. People? So rainbow washing. What what I've read and what I've seen is right. that rainbow washing is when you have a company. We'll say a bank, right? We'll okay. Say a random bank. Yeah. And everything until the bank cuts the check on the podcast. I won't mention a bank, mm-hmm. but that bank for eleven months out of the year. Right. They're just a regular logo. Come that month of June. They got rainbow they, colors straight the, coming through there. Okay, okay. When the month of July comes through, I want to say the beginning of July possibly still might be there. Right. But like mid-July, gone. Right back to regular scheduled okay, program. Okay, so similar to what we experienced during Black History Month. Yeah, correct. Same okay. thing. Okay. And they call yeah. it also rainbow capitalism, right? Because they're profiting off of putting rainbows on everything. And right. then none of the profits go to any kind of charitable gay anything, right? Right. Just right. into their pockets. Yes. Yeah. Similar to Black History Month. <laughs> <laughs> exact same yeah. thing, right? Exact same thing. So um, I never really noticed this before because it wasn't really a prevalent thing, I think. A lot of companies weren't really doing much. Mm. Um, I would say I really noticed it in the last decade. Um, and the, in 2014, we have World Pride come here. And ever since then, that's when I noticed th- rainbows everywhere. Because besides Church Street at Pride, when there was rainbows everywhere, right. I started noticing it like, oh, you go down Bloor Street, you go on Bay Street, you're on the Danforth. I know it's still very clustered to the core, yeah, but yeah. it's outside of the village. Right. And I was noticing at the beginning, you know, I was young and I was like, oh my God, rainbows everywhere. I love it. The city's so bright, gay mm-hmm. pride, yay, right, yay, yay, right, yay, right. Yay. So you really started to understand what it was yeah, all about. and then I started Have to- you become woke? <laughs> hey, hey. Don't get me started on wokeies. Okay? <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. I, I'm fucking with you. I can't with the woke. <laughs> so, um, the rainbow capitalism. So I noticed, uh, and I started to really think about it, like Smooth said, and I noticed that what w- what's the point in putting up a rainbow logo for for one month? Right. And mm-hmm. you're and you're so progressive and you're so welcoming and warming and everything. And then the rest of the month it's just nothing. Right? Yeah. And I noticed this year all these social media things were putting like rainbow logos on like Twitter and like yeah. Yeah. Instagram, yeah. change their logos. I noticed even City News put a rainbow logo on. And it's like these companies are basically trying to do the most. Right. When for what? Right? Like what are you trying to prove? At the end of the day, because the rest of the year you don't do anything. Yeah, so, so we I support think it's gay people of, enough to take your money. That's what the company's basically pretty much. To say. And then they come out with these pride collections, like like Target, Walmart, and shit. And they'll come with really shitty made clothes, very generic uh, patterns, usually just a giant rainbow or some stupid symbol. And it's like definitely made by straight people thinking that this is what we want to wear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just, don't want to walk just, around with yeah, a no, rainbow all day no advertising. from Black History Month where the white people make the black history stuff for black people. <laughs> same <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah, same shit, monkey right? in the jungle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same shit. And it's like, I don't want to walk around in this. What makes you think I want to walk around in a giant tank that's just a huge rainbow? Like, it's... It, it's just stupid. It's them trying to do the most and just profit off of us. And I just think it's it's enough. And mm-hmm. it's just... just be your company and that's that. I mean, why do all this in the wrong way? Yeah, I feel like I feel like it all it never fails. Like it never fails like clockwork and stuff. Now social media is 
to me, I witnessed that last year during the whole pandemic, more of the heavier portion of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That everything just switched to cater to types of people. I think the last people was to China switch over was probably Reddit. I think after George Floyd, that's when I seen Reddit go with a black symbol for like the longest. But then when it came to like June, they never went to a rainbow symbol. So I was like, okay. So I'm like, and they went back to the regular white and orange or reddish orange. Right. I was like, so we don't give a fuck about black people no more. I'm just trying to understand. I was just trying to understand. No, it's true. That's it's true. Yeah. Yeah. For like I was like, I wonder how you guys. Snippet of time. Yes. And then you've just forgotten about, it's the same kind of, like you said, after George Floyd, all this stuff was happening. And then it was like the next day. That's it. Gone. That's it. It's just gone. Like when they did the squares. Yeah. Squares. Oh, the, yeah. The black square squares. for the one day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then people were changing their profile pictures and mm. stuff to a square. And then the next day they were back. Right, right. To whatever they had before, right? I'm right. like, oh, so you care about this for one day. And then that's it. Next off. So it has that same kind of feel in a way. Mm-hmm. It just want to profit off us and fill their pockets and that's let's that. Go, let's go back to Mike Jackson. All I want to say is that they don't really care about us. <laughs> Mike Jackson. Wait, wait. Until it makes them money to care about us. This is fact. That's yeah. why you have to hit them where it hurts. Yeah. Right? Because I think, was it, is it absolute at the time? Where I think a good portion of the um, gay communities and stuff were saying no to their vodka because in Russia they don't support gays. And Absolute was one of the, the prominent Russian vodkas at the time. This is mm. like in the early 2000s. Like mid-early 2000 area? Yes, because then when Drag Race started to come out, they started promoting that vodka on it. And that was in 2009, mm. 10, 11. And that's all of a sudden became the gay vodka. Got it. Got it. Pockets, man. You got him where it hurts, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hit him where it hurts. Okay, so let me ask you. What does the Q stand for in LGBTQ? You know... It's actually not that anymore. You're very wrong. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's why you're here to help us. Uh, this it's is why actually, you're here. Here. Help you want to hear the new one? Fire away. It's two S L G B T Q Q I A plus. Oh well, what's it? They have barbecues. There's two barbecues. <laughs> oh, it's quite an alphabet soup. You're goddamn right. It is. It's hard to kind of keep up to it. Okay, so. Would you like it's to know almost, what it all means? Be like, Fire. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, wait, go, go ahead. So, two-spirited, lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgendered, queer, questioning, intersex, asexual, plus whatever else you want to add. So what is two-spirited? Like you're a happy-ass person? Um, I believe that's for the indigenous community. Okay. Mm. Oh, okay, okay. okay. I see it, no. I'm not too well-versed to be speaking on that one, though, because mm-hmm. I don't know enough about it, so. No, because I, I, I was trying to figure out, I was like, it was LGBT at one time. Mm-hmm. At one time. But now it's an alphabet soup. Then a Q got added on. And then I see, like, a plus sign in there. I was like, I, I, I don't know if I might keep up. So I'm, I'm assuming that... It's, it, it's quite a soup now. <laughs> Is it too much for you? <laughs> it's too much. For me, <laughs> okay. yeah, a little bit, you know, but I do know what they all mean. What is the difference? Then? Ex- explain to me because I have no clue what the difference between queer and gay is. So gay is more defined for a male. 
right. a man who's attracted to another man is the actual dictionary definition of gay. Mm, okay. Queer is more someone who's more um, open-minded, is more well-versed to... Be, it's almost like bisexual in a way, because they'll be more oh, okay. open uh, to experimenting on these things. But at the end of the day, they will still have a homosexual relationship over a heterosexual relationship. Got it. So it's a bit more all-encompassing. And, and can both uh, man and woman be queer? Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Anyone okay. can be right. queer, yeah. And it's become quite popular because it was used for so long as a derogatory term in the gay community right. that now it's almost like they want to reclaim the word, right? Make it their own. So now it's become quite a popular word to say. And a lot more people prefer to say they're queer over gay now. Got it. Really? I feel like that may, that may be the bougie people, though. Because what's wrong with just saying if you're gay, you're gay? The bougie people? What ass bougie people are you talking to? Well, then the thing is, I was like, are you gay? <laughs> Heaven's sakes, no. I'm queer. I'm queer. I'm queer. Heaven's <laughs> sakes, no. <laughs> Who do you talk to? Hey, 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 hey. You're not my only gay friend. <laughs> I know some people. Heaven's sakes. You know, they, they, they talk a little bougie. So, mm. I mean, like, hey, and, but trust me, that I, have a, I, have a, I have a bougie gay friend. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of times you're different where you treat everybody like everybody. Everybody's across the board. Him? He's like, what are you, heterosexual? <laughs> I spit on you. Like, he, he's shaming me for being straight. I was like, I, I love who I love. He's like, maybe it's time you be shamed yeah, for that. All, with all the shame I had to deal with growing up for feeling this way, you get one little snippet and you're, 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 oh, I'm ruined. I need therapy now. I need fucking therapy. He's crushed. All that. Oh, He's crushed. man. <laughs> Marv, I don't know if you would have made it being gay growing up. <laughs> that one little comment threw you off. Mm-mm. I'd have did the MC Hammer little typewriter dance. It'd be like from zero to six on the Kenzie scale. And I went right back to be like, Homo, I went right back to zero. I was like, "Fuck no, no, no!" One homo call. Okay, no, 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 no. It didn't feel right. It hurt. What hurt? I'm like, well, I'm not a top or bottom. What are you a top or are you a bottom? You are not supposed to ask these personal questions, Marv. Clearly, you don't know what kind of podcast <laughs> you jumped on. You're on the no, bottom of the suns, man. You clearly. I kid, I kid. So, I am neither. 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 I am versatile. Okay. Which means I will both give it and take it because I can find pleasure in both. Okay. okay. And there's also uh, verse top, verse bottom, which is someone who will top and bottom. They but they might, have a preference but between they have the two? A preference but they have a preference to, say if they're verse bottom, they prefer to bottom and they'll only top maybe two nights a week. Okay. <laughs> kind okay. of thing, right? So there's that. So why don't we just classify them as verse if they're willing to at least why they want to be specific? Well, once again, it goes back to those just rigid terms. Rigid and terminology. And break out from that. So mm. people are like, you know what? No, I will do both. But I'm going to prefer to do this. I'm going to prefer to peg you than get pegged. But if, if you know, you can't get it up one night or whatever, I guess I'll t- step up to bat. <laughs> <laughs> take one for the team? Or give take, one for the team? Give one. <laughs> give one for the one, team at that whatever point. Whatever way it's working for you. 
Yo, have you ever used Grinder before? Of course I have. Oh my god, have I ever? <laughs> when um, <laughs> uh, I actually met my current boyfriend on Grinder, but that's quite an anomaly. I mean, it's not the place you go to look for a relationship. You, Rihanna said, "Find love in a hopeless place." It, there you go. Yeah, well, and I definitely did that. No so kidding, there you no go. No further questions. Um, Grinder actually, when it when I first got. When I first heard about it, I had a BlackBerry, and this was like a decade ago. Right. And unless you had a smartphone, you had to pay for the service. So when I got on it, I got a, a free trial for a week. So I said, okay, I'm going to go on it. I made myself low profile. Within five minutes, I had 10 messages. Because, you know, they see a fresh face. Ooh, new meat. What's yeah, this? Blah, yeah. blah. Oh, I was having a blast on that. For, I was on that <laughs> thing for a week. Like, I didn't do anything. <laughs> you know, I feel like there's like, so much like, gay jokes to be made. Like, I didn't even. I was new meat. <laughs> I had a blast. <laughs> I'm like, the jokes are just there. You know, I wish I had actually met up at least one person. Uh, I did. I was just on the app to be on it, right? You're so right, my, right. my week ended. I didn't want to pay for it. Oh, okay, so sad it went away. So a year later, I got an iPhone. First thing, I, I didn't even put one number in that phone. No, Downloaded no, no, Grindr. No, no, First no, thing I did, no, had no, my profile, no. had my 10 messages up. <laughs> oh, I was going. You was grinding. You was grinding. You was grinding. Oh, I was grinding hard. I think I saw Daddy there, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I was there all the time. That's where Tinder comes from, too, eh? Yes. Uh, That's where Tinder comes from. Grindr. And so this is my, this my theory. My theory, no, sorry, my opinion. Right. Straight women ruined the fun that Tinder was supposed to be. Because when the creators were just men on men, yes. their thing was to fuck, correct? Pretty much. When it came to the other side, it was supposed Hence to be for the term to, grinder. Right. And okay. Tinder, it was supposed to be the same damn way. Yeah. For straight people. Right. And then women out of nowhere, like, I'm just not a piece of me. Like, you just get to know me. <laughs> there's match. There's eHarmony. Go there. Don't come on Tinder with that shit. Yeah, go it, to Christian it, Mingle. Christian Mingle. It, 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 makes, it makes sense now. So, the grinder operate in the same way where it showed you who was in your vicinity, like who was close Correct. to you. Correct. So, grinder, so yeah. So, it was you'll really see, basically a hookup. You'll see your yeah, it was really basically a hookup. And then you'll see everyone else's. And if you paid the extra money, I think you could see... 100 profiles and if you pay the extra money you could see 600 profiles and mm. um so you know i was on that all the time and then i moved when i was 24 <laughs> i moved down to the village oh my god that thing was exploding <laughs> constantly <laughs> with people all over the place was, i was so living on that thing. <laughs> oh my god i never thought i said i can just log on and get dick whenever I what is this science like oh my god <laughs> This was an incredible invention to me at the time. And then, you know, as time went on, I got older. I realized I wanted a relationship, and this is definitely not the place for that. Yeah, and then, yeah. lo and behold, I ended up finding one on it because I decided one night while I was alone last year in the pandemic, oh, I'll just log on Grinder, talk to some random, and found my current. So, you know, yeah, yeah. I love an open place. Stranger yeah. things have happened. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sure the, the, the app itself has matured from what it used to be. Oh, no. <laughs> no. No. It's probably I mean, worse. You know what, Smooth? When I yeah. first started using it, people yeah. would actually get to know my name, maybe have a little conversation. Okay. Now it's literally like stats, host, here's my like buzz code. <laughs> okay. Or they'll just send a dick pic, host, question <laughs> mark. Straight to the point. 
Okay. They well, not want, straight, they but to the point. Know your name anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying we got a dad joke. The dad joke. The dad oh, joke. Oh yeah, so the dad jokes. Don't worry, I'm gonna keep a stonewall face. You won't ruin everyone. Me. Tune into stereo. It's gonna be. Oh wait, this will come out after that, won't it? <laughs> no, but the, but the, but no, but the YouTube we'll put well, definitely not. put up on the YouTube and yeah. everything. Yeah. So well, when I you're hope hearing everyone this, tuned in. It's already Marv already won. So congratulations to me. I don't know. Look at daddy over here. I'm I'm daddy. I'm daddy. You seem to forgot already. Yeah, I'm just twonk. You're just twonk. I'm twonk. I can all twonky over here. Yo, let me ask you now. Since we're on sex, does sex hurt for gay men? For who? The top or the bottom? Let's go both. Well, if you don't use lube, it's going to hurt like a motherfucker. And I learned that in my wayward youth the hard way. <laughs> oh, the wayward youth. Oh, back in the day. Um, so generally for a top, no. Mm-hmm. But for a bottom, if you're inexperienced and starting, you could be very uncomfortable. But that's why foreplay, as we all know, is very necessary, right? Right. <laughs> so it's just like with a woman, you got to get her revved up, got to get the 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 water flowing out of it. Yeah, the water flowing out of it. Women aren't your forte. Look at the water flowing out. I don't remember the terms, you know. So, um, get her wet. Yeah, get her wet. Right, you got to right. do yeah. foreplay, get things revved up. So you got to use lots of lube. Very important. Mm-hmm. Use your lube. Condoms if you're not in a committed relationship. You know, and lots of foreplay. Stick a couple fingers in there first. Because uh, whether you like it or not, Marv, the G-spot is up your ass. Tip of my penis. No. It's <laughs> up <laughs> your ass. Tip of my penis. And I've had orgasms you can't even fathom having. Having. Ch- having. <laughs> Tip of my penis. Tip of your penis. Because I'm circumcised. Which uh, also uh. kills the sensitivity in your penis. So me as an uncircumcised man, I've also just alone so, with that. I've had so orgasms. You're saying, you so what you're saying and stuff is that circumcised men are not minute men because they, the sensation is not there for them to come fast. I don't think that's I what he's saying at all. Say I think, that at all. I, I think what I said was I stats? can have an orgasm that you could only imagine <laughs> having. My my orgasm is popping. What's your orgasm? Explain Angel, it. Angels cry, and when the drop falls down from the sky, it creates a field of diamonds. And you're just walking through them and it feels like cotton. That's what happens when Marv orgasms. I don't know. I think if you're walking through a field of diamonds, it feels like you're cutting up your foot. <laughs> no, no, no. This is also <laughs> mediocre orgasms. You don't have the Marv orgasms. You are a circumcised man, so that is a clear lie. Clear lie. When I orgasm with all that beautiful foreskin, keeping all that sensitivity there, it's like mountains crumble, earth shatter, <laughs> angels sing, hail fires open up. You can't imagine. And then you add in the prostate yeah, that in that. Right. You add in the G spot. Organic dick ass up over there. Smooth gets me. Daddy gets me. That sounds about right. And then if you want to add in a little bit of uh, prostate pleasure, oh my God. Different party. Your legs will shake. Shit. 
<laughs> well, I have those I, orgasms when my legs shake after I bust it at the little. Uh, 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 what uh. is this? <laughs> That's my orgasm shake. That's my orgasm shake when the, uh, 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 don't touch me. I'm sensitive. <laughs> I don't Just like one leg. As I'm about to say, Marv, I got a two leg over here. <laughs> Point for daddy. <laughs> well, Two's always better than one. There you, you go. No, too much of something is bad for you. Uh, not the orgasm. Not the, not the orgasm. orgasm. Not the orgasm. <laughs> Never the orgasm. Never the O. The skin. <laughs> Love the skin you're in. Two binds. Mine's left at the hospital, wherever it is. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> yours might be yours might be part of some form of experiment at this point. At no, this you point, know, yeah. you know, at one at one point somebody told me so I don't know if it's true though. Somebody was shooting the shit, but I was like, yo, they're like the foreskin they use for like other parts of the body in case they have to do surgery on somebody. So I'm like, could you so I said, could you imagine a white guy who was burnt in like a car accident and there's a whole bunch of black foreskins <laughs> to be used <laughs> and everything? Like, like, and so can you really tell that man? He's trying to put on blackface and everything like that because he right. got he, now right. he has this black foreskin right. on his body. You gonna tell me he's not black? Could you imagine that the, the doctor like flipping through the pages of foreskin to to find which one matches? To tell me like tones, yeah. She like it's a fucking Home Depot trip for paint. Like mm, yeah. he's looking. Yeah. He's mm. like, well, your tone is barely beige. We run out of that. So <laughs> you might have to wait. You get whatever we give you. <laughs> Wait. Have to wait. <laughs> my fucking arm was destroyed in a fire. Come, come back in about a year or so. We might. One year we from might, now, we might have you. We'll skin graph you to fuck we might up. Have you. Until then, you have to wait. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, um, you, I know you said you've been with a woman before, but your preferences, right? Now, pertain to people and stuff that might be, I guess, quote unquote, queer or claim the title as queer, mm-hmm. right? right? Do they, they, I want to say, do you think with you being with a woman and everything like that, shouldn't you be considered queer or bisexual in any case? Because you've been with a woman and like there's some other gay men and there's Mm -hmm. lesbian women that's never been with neither. Like the opposite sex. Gold stars, they call them. Gold Gold stars. stars. Gold stars, yes. Explain the gold star thing now. That's just somebody who's never slept with the opposite gender. Because, right, you got that... Gold star. <laughs> On the refrigerator? <laughs> you did it. Or you never did it. Ah. <laughs> so you get that star. Um, I wouldn't consider myself because this was more like experiments I did in my youth, right? Right. right. When I slept with women and it was more of like just seeing what I liked or me thinking I had to do this. And I, like I said before, I didn't want that. I have no desire to have an emotional relationship with a woman. Right. Mm. So I don't really want to call myself bi when I don't have that desire to ever date a woman, marry a woman, be with a woman like that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Is Pride Month still necessary here? Here? I think it is. Yes, I think it is anywhere. But I think here specifically in Canada, mm-hmm. because <clears throat> gay gays and lesbians basically have been very integrated into society. We have we have legal protection under things. Absolutely. We, have, yeah. we now have marriage equality, yeah. which was the big fight in my 
generation, I guess you could say, but of We Got Marriage Equality in Canada in 2003, I was 14 years old. So my whole adult life, I've been able to marry. Right, because by the time you came those... out, you were 21, right? Yeah. Right. So you were already good to go. So I've had all the same rights and everything. <clears throat> so I think now it's more necessary for transgender people, non-binary people, things that soci- uh, people that gotcha. society is not as understanding of yet mm-hmm. as they are for just uh, gays and lesbians, gays and okay. lesbians okay. because yeah. I think that's almost in a lot of societies when they start to finally understand or accept gay rights in any capacity, it always starts with just what they can understand the easiest, right? So if it's not going to be a man and a woman, it could be a man and a man or a woman and a man or a right. woman and a woman. So it's the easiest thing for society to grasp onto and then they can, you know, keep progressing from there. I for the, For the simple fact that Rainbow washing happens during the month period. I mean, with Marvin, I, our argument is always that black history shouldn't be a month. It should be something that's taught throughout the year. year. So that way you get rid of that whole type of black, black washing. Yeah, yeah. Would, would you, would you kind of think of it like the same sort of, sort of lines where Marv says, like may possibly do away with the month in itself and then say okay you know what let's educate people throughout the entire year why are we just regulating because it's it's an integration thing I feel like not to cut you but I feel like there's countries where gay people are still um, killed persecuted Mm -hmm. and everything those places yes yes I feel like again I feel like pride month should be essential for them these people need Mm -hmm. to know they need to know that if it's possible for them, if they can leave where they are, come to this side of the world where we're already integrated and stuff and live your, live your truth up, own your truth. Mm -hmm, Right. mm -hmm. Right. But I feel like here it's been integrated and stuff for so long. But then again, when you said it though, it it corrected me because you said for the the trans people. Right. So for the trans people, it's something brand new to them, to the, I want to say to the non-binary, non-binary, excuse me, same thing. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like, Okay, we have established the LGBT portion. Now we need to establish the other people, and they're attached to. Mm-hmm. Your, you said alphabet soup. Yeah, yep. alphabet, alphabet soup. soup. They're attached now. So, like, mm-hmm. we as alphabet committee or alphabet soup, we want to attach these people to let you know, like, hey, don't fuck with them. They're with us. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I get that now. See, before I was looking, I'm like, mm-hmm. I was like, it's common to see a gay couple, like, even in grocery stores or convenience stores. And we know they're gay and that's their lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Why do you feel the need to like go extra hard or unique? But I get it now. It's, it's yeah, for that. And then <clears throat> um, also too, to what uh, Sweet was saying about the um, being one month, you're integrated all over the year. Exactly. They don't teach you this in school, right? Same with right. black history. They don't teach any of this to the kids. They don't teach them gay anything. And sex ed, they don't teach them. It's basically reproduction ed, right? They don't teach you anything. They don't, yeah. Kids have to figure this all out on their own. And then they make it like it's like this big spectacle of an event. Same with black history, right? And, mm-hmm. and, and this and that. And it makes you feel segregated, right? And, and right. you're this little, you're not, you're not, you're not normal. You're not right. You're not part of mainstream society still because it's being spectacleized, right? Right. Once a year. Okay. Do you feel like you don't have the same rights as a heterosexual person? Or we came, you saw, you conquered already because you've, like I said, you've, or like you said, excuse me, 14 mm-hmm. is when the rights came up. 21, 
Do you feel like you're still being shafted or treated any kind of way besides like individuality, like between people, mm-hmm. but like establishments? Do you feel like you're you're being shunned or treated differently from an establishment you've been in? Um, as a white gay man in today's in Canada, mm-hmm. I feel like I have all the same rights and you know protections as everyone else, right? Like I said before, marriage was the big thing in my lifetime right. and that was already conquered before I was an adult. Right. If I lived in America, they didn't get gay marriage till 2015. I was 26 then. So right. I feel like it would have been more of a, a fight and struggle for me living there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think where I feel in any kind of way where I don't would be like if I want to say travel to a certain country, mm-hmm. I have a limitation on that, right? Because there's countries <clears> where it's still illegal. They have death penalties. My friends went to uh, Morocco there a few years ago and they were told they have to pretend they're sisters. Right? They couldn't pretend they were a couple or they could be arrested. Okay. The whole trip. So I feel that's where I would feel I still don't. But living here, Mm -hmm. I personally don't as a white man and uh, as a white gay man. And I feel like within the gay community, they almost use white gay men as like the poster children for it. Because it's like the desired gay person almost. Like when you see ads for stuff, it's always a very well muscular toned, good looking white guy. Right? Right. And it's just got that that whole thing attached to it that, that this is the gay world. This is what's attractive. This is what's good. You know, so I, I you know, this is the people who have all the... The, just the know-how, the rights, whatever you want to call it in the community, right? Mm-hmm. So I feel that I personally don't have any... Uh, problems in that sense, I guess. It's it's you're funny not traveling that, to Morocco. <laughs> it's funny that you <laughs> yeah, you right? It's just uh, really with travel where I feel a bit more like I don't have my full rights with things. It's it's funny that you mentioned the whole the whole poster child thing and how um and we know Canada has been more ac- accepted to it for for a long time. Just it it goes back to the it reminds me back to a time when um me and Marv. Took a trip out to Montreal. I was doing a, <laughs> I was doing a a, a a showcase for this company that I work for. It's, it's a, an audio an audio visual presentation type type deal. So I was like, Marv never been to Montreal at the time. No. So I was oh, like, my first time. So I was oh, like, I was like, Yo, Marv, you had fun down on St. Catherine Street, didn't you? He'll explain this. I'm like, <laughs> come for the road trip, right? So he's like, all right, cool. So 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 we went and it's like, we um got there, got us got settled into the hotel and so forth like that. It was like, you know, let's 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 walk around and so forth. So at the time, what was happening? <laughs> there was a there was a jazz festival happening, and um another ex coworker of mine, he was there. For the, he was there for the jazz festival. I think he was also there for the for the audio conference, but um, he was trying to tell us where exactly the, where the jazz festival was, mm-hmm. but we could, not knowing where Montreal was. He was <clears> like, <throat> you know what? It's just not. It's just. I not didn't know happen. the streets were called Rue. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I grew up in America. I grew up in America, so I'm like Rue. I'm like. I'm used to Spanish, yeah, but not the French. So I'm looking like, man, I'm I'm lost, man. If they if you can't find it, you've been in Canada longer than me. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what to fucking tell you. So, so we said, you know, you know what? Let's 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 go walk around, just look for some stuff to eat. 
So we're we're walking around and shit, <laughs> and we're, we're chilling, and we we're noticing like, damn, there's there's a lot of a lot of couples walking around together <laughs> that are, that are not man and woman or woman or man. <laughs> but I see woman and woman. I see man and man. But we're still not paying any attention to what's going on. Because we're, we're just two pro-humans we're going about pro life. Humans just not walking. knowing that we're fucking together. They're like, oh, look at the cute gay couple <laughs> right there. Daddy and his dog. <laughs> <laughs> Living it up on Rue St. Catherine's. <laughs> we got to this one point where we looked. And I think I think the first thing that clued us in was the poster. Just like you see yeah. the poster child. There was the muscular man. Holding another muscular man. They're both white. Both white. Holding him. Holding. Holding, holding him. Cradling him. Uh, I would say, I would say, Isn't that the same damn thing? Uh, no, uh, but like you could just hold someone, or is he actually like picking him up and cradling him? No, no, no he was no, holding. No, no, no. Oh. he was holding. No, he was holding. He was holding. holding. It was like you're taking okay. a prom picture and stuff, whatever. Your date's right here, and you're like, oh, like one of those. Yeah. wow, fancy. And what were they wearing? So, Jock straps, shirtless. Just they were shirtless. Shirtless. So at this point, me and Marv look at the poster. We look at each other. We look back at the poster. Then we started surveying the area around because us. we know we're walking straight through the Pride Festival, the Pride Parade. So they're like, "Yo, wait, what? It, there was the Pride Parade going on." I think no, the Pride Festival, like the parade, probably finished. Yeah, the parade oh, it was must just have been Pride finished. weekend. It was Pride it was, weekend. Yeah, it was in right, August. Right, right, yeah, 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 right. It was in August. Right. It was in August. That's all. Mid August. Like, yeah. Me and August and, and there, I'm like, yeah. No, you limit play within it. I'm not gonna go to Montreal in any time August because I'm like I don't want to interrupt anybody's thing. Cause I know what's going on. And at that <laughs> point is when we clued in, and then we just realized, hey, we weren't getting bothered because to everybody else, we yeah. were a couple. We were a couple. <laughs> You know, when they saw you looking at that poster in that moment, someone's probably sitting on a patio and they looked over and they said, oh, these two are about to make out any minute. <laughs> <laughs> and then when they see you kind of get all like wide-eyed and they're, they're like, what's going on here? They had a fight. <laughs> they had a fight. Yeah, they're like, wow, it was a kind of like telepathic fight, fight kind of going on. No, we had a fight. Man. We, were walking through the, we were walking through the mist sprinkles. Yeah, it was hot. Nice. It was hot this as shit. Nice. And it had like a little mist sprinkle thing. Yeah. So we're walking through like, I need some hot stuff. <laughs> Not knowing what's going on. I'm like, yo, the tools is hitting. I'm like, Donna Summer's playing. We both like music. Didn't know. Pride is the best party you'll ever go to, my friend. Okay, <laughs> and you did. I ain't gonna lie. Pride in Montreal. I ain't gonna lie. I didn't. I didn't know what was going on, but <laughs> went in Rome. We went in Rome. Whatever. Exactly. <laughs> Just get into it. I was like, okay, okay. This is noted, noted. But it was, it was a, it was a different type of experience because when you were saying the whole thing, he's right. I've never seen any imagery of like black folks and stuff, or even native, or Asian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every now and then you might get a Latino, but then who's to say and stuff for that? Because it's Latinos with blonde hair, blue eyes. Exactly. So yeah. who's to say that person is not Latino? Mm-hmm. Right. So when you were saying that, I was gonna ask you like, do you feel like, um, let's say, especially within the village, when you're in the village, do you see like more diverse advertisements now? Than 
When you first moved in? Really? And I actually watched this documentary recently called Is the Village Dying? Mm -hmm. And it was basically saying how the village has shrunk. A lot of establishments have closed. We've lost a lot of bars, you know. And they're saying because a lot of younger uh, gay people are now inside the village and they've been integrated into society and they want to... And people of different, like, races just don't feel, you know... um, What's the word I'm looking for? Like um, included? included, right? right? They don't they don't see themselves on ads and posters. It's very white male oriented. Mm. The village, and it right. still is. Right. So they 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 call it Queer West now. And it's a part of Queen Street down in Parkdale, and mm-hmm. there are a couple little gay bars there. Mojo Lounge used to be out there. The Hen House, I think the Beaver's still there. Down on um, Queen Street East in Leslieville, they have Whale Bar. Asking for a friend is the Beaver like a lesbian establishment? Everyone. Oh, okay. queer okay. establishment. Okay. okay, Rico's is on College Street. That's an everyone club. It's yeah. more Latin based. But yeah. It's a lot of fun. So I mean, back you know. in the day when we used to go clubbing downtown, there was this club called Focus. Right beside Focus, there's this other place. I think it was called either Charles or Charlie's. Where was this? Right, I want to say right across from uh, Saint George Subway Station. Oh, so it was like a. Like a college bar, yeah, but no, but this was like a this was like a big establishment, oh. but it was like it was well known to be like a gay and lesbian bar. Mm. And Focus was like I said, we used to go to Focus. Focus was right like right beside it, mm. and it's like what years was this? Man, this is yo your daddy over there is not a young I know, boy. I'm so like thinking uh, this is before my time. Daddy. I want to say. Probably 90, 98, 98. I think I was probably Dang, eating like rainbow. I was nine years old in 98. I was playing with like sticks and rocks, you know. Like I had no concern what the but, gay village was. But yeah, but like that 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 establishment was on Saint it was on Saint George. Okay. Like right Saint Saint George and Young. Okay. Right at the corner. Hmm. Saint George and Young run the same way. I'm confused. You mean Bluer? St. Patrick. No, was it St. Patrick? I remember getting off at St. George Station. Okay. And that's off Bluer. So that would have been so off Bluer. So it's probably Bluer yeah. then. St. Bluer. Bluer is You taught St. me George. some things. Some history Bloor I didn't St. know. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> how, so how was the bar that night? I don't know. Because oh, I was oh, like focused. Oh, I, oh okay. Yeah. I, 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 <laughs> we were just focused. <laughs> hey, but I'll tell you one thing. Mm. One night, we, uh, a bunch of uh, me and a bunch of friends of mine, we went, we went downtown. So it's like I think I think we got off at the I don't know if we got off at the same station and then decided to walk down Young because you know back in the day it was just fun to just walk just walk down the street of Young right. Street and just see still what all is. was going on. Still it's is. always something. Yeah. You know, one day we were walking. It was like it was a group of us. Some of us were I, I want to say like seventeen. The others were close, like like maybe nineteen, twenty. But you know we all came from the same same block, so we decided to go downtown. Downtown. We're walking and. A couple of these, a couple of the older dudes, seen these strippers, and uh, they were crossing. They were they were like running across the street. So they started, you know, oh hey baby, hey baby, hey baby. One of them looked back and say, "I probably got bigger balls than you." He said, "Ah!" God, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> And he did. 
<laughs> Just about a deep baritone voice, I would probably say, yeah, he oh, did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh, let me ask you one more one more question for the for the masses. What type of ridicule did you receive for your sexuality, and what could you recommend to the people who are being ridiculed as young gay, as young Alphabet Soup mm. members? I received lots. And like I was saying before, I received it. I didn't even understand what gay was. I didn't know I was. I was just a different little boy, right? Like mm. I didn't ha- enjoy sport. I didn't want to like sports. Sport. And I didn't like playing with <laughs> cars, you know? I, did, I didn't want to like it, take gym class, like all that. I like, I like art. I like to like uh, listen to dance around, listen to music, you know, things like that. So I just didn't fit into those norms. And I used to get called faggot, gay, which being called gay when you're a kid is like the worst thing you could be called. Yeah. Because right. kids just want to fit in, right? Right, right. And gay has got such a negative context around it that they, people put on it. Yeah. So children don't want to be that, right? They don't want to be that that thing that isn't right, that isn't normal, that isn't the popular kid, right? right. So, you know, I would get called gay, fag. Uh, like it, People would... I remember one time these guys told me to ask me, they said, check your nails. How do you check your nails? And they wanted me to go like this. Or Sorry, they wanted me to go like this because they said... Gay guys look at their nails like this, but guys will look at their nails like this. And I was like, what? And then I'm just getting ridiculed (laughs) for how I checked my nails, you know? So it it was just a whole lot of stupid shit. And I'm getting told all this before I even understand what it is. And that just gives it such a negative... uh, way of looking at it for a kid. Right, right. So, and and then, you know, it's, it's... And then you start to come into yourself and you start to understand these things. And then, and then you're like, yeah, but what's the problem with it? Why was it such a problem? You know? And then it's, it's all too of how kids are raised and what they're told and what they're taught and how they live their lives. Right. So how they go about it. So, and then kids today, I mean, you're going to get made fun of any kid is right. Everyone's got haters out there, no matter who you are, what you do, what you look like. Yeah. You're always going to have a hater. And I spent so much time and energy when I was young, uh, like worrying about the, worrying about the haters and, and, and hating these people back and trying to understand why. And it, and it took me so long to realize like, who cares? There's always going to be people that don't like these people don't like you. People don't like you. Like no matter what I do, there's always going to be a homophobe somewhere. Just like there will always be a racist somewhere. Right. Yeah. There's always going to be someone like that. Yeah. And I can't change who I am just as much as you can't change that you're black. Right. I can't change that. I'm gay. It's who I am. Yeah. So, and there's a great Taylor Swift song called, you need to calm down. Mm -hmm. And in the song, she has a lyric where it goes, um, you need to control your urges to scream about all the people you hate because throwing shade never made anybody less gay. And in the music video, there's a bunch of uh, gay people, I guess, and they're like laying out on sun chairs, like tanning, living their best lives. And then there's like a mob of people with signs, like shouting slurs at them and everything. And they're just there living their lives. It's like, I don't got time. If that's how you want to waste your time. Right, right. You knock yourself out. We all have freedom of speech. It's a two-way street. Enjoy, but I'm going to be over here living my best life. And that's what you should be doing. And that's, that's what, what kids, I do. think, I know it's hard as a kid, but that's what they got to realize when you're young. Just don't give them your time and your energy. 
put that into something more productive to better yourself. Well fucking said. Bravo. Clap to that. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Well played. Not mad at that. Let's get to the question of the week. You guys ready? Week. Oh boy. Have you ever lied for a friend to get them out of serious trouble before? Yes. Let's hear it. I can't tell you on the truth because this friend would probably. So you don't have a friend like a asking for a friend? Come on, Dad. Martin? We, we just want to know. I'm asking for Martin? Okay, first of all, Martin is a real person, okay? Is Martin a real Martin's person? a real person. He just doesn't like cameras. He doesn't like cameras. He's like cameras. He, he explores like Dora. Well, um, yeah. I had uh, told a certain friend's parent mm. that um, he actually uh, did spend a night over our house mom said it was okay mm. and um he was out uh slinging on the streets okay so probably not something that he wanted his mom to know <laughs> yeah, i yeah, guess yeah, yeah. that's why he came up with the uh what? the lie to begin with and um you had to vouch for him i i, I had to vouch for him and huh. say that you know yeah, he did cuz you know the mom called you know, angry and stuff like that and you answered well, I couldn't make my mom answer. I was about to say, she that, like, would throw the he that throw the vouch out the window. <laughs> he wasn't here. That would throw the vouch out the window. So, uh, so yeah. Okay. What about you? I have. I have. I had a friend. He basically cheated on his boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And he told me that I was his alibi when his boyfriend comes asking. <laughs> yeah. And I said, because I like you, I'm going to do this for you. But everyone gets their one. So this is your one. This is his one. Because I won't be twisted all up in this because I was friends of his boyfriend's too. And I was like, I really don't want to get all yeah, see that integrating this. So but he a- does find out because this seems like you're doing this in a very sloppy manner. But uh, you get your one. This is it. I didn't use my don't one Don't come with asking you yet. again. I didn't use my one with you yet. So I still have one. And that's reserve. right, because you didn't jack off my bed that time. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Listen to this shit. <laughs> okay, let me tell y'all. Oh let me God. tell Let's y'all. Hear it. Let's okay. hear it. So I am uh, famous for my mic drop moments, I guess you could say. I love to just say something and leave. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> just something yeah. really off-putting. Yeah. So one time Marv came over to visit me, and, and he was like, oh, I'm hungry. I said, okay, I'm going to go and get some food right. for us. I said, just like, stay here, watch my cat, I'll be back. So he's like, okay. So I fully left, locked the door. The door was locked. Whatever. No, I unlocked no. that door, cracked it enough that my head could get in. I said, don't jerk off in my bed. Who Slam the, the door. says shit like All that? All I hear is him. Exactly that. <laughs> what the fuck is the Who the fuck? And he's just like, what? So when I came back with the food, he goes, right. why would I do that? Yeah, I said, yeah, yeah. you know when you were like a teenager jerking off all the time? He's like, yeah. I'm like, and you know you just get bored of one place. You want to change the scenery? He goes, no. <laughs> you did that? I'm like, didn't everybody do that? Won't your anxiety <laughs> fuck with you? You're used to knowing their setup of like, in case if you have a little jerk off mission, how your room is, how long it takes somebody to open the door, move and everything. You're already pre-game you, warned. You, you, so you, if, you get in, if you're about to get caught, whatever, you can right. just shut everything and revert like you wouldn't do a shit. Yeah. Now you're in a different setting now. You have to master the calculus of this fucking room, area, all the above. And now learn some new shit. Are you still going to be able to maintain an erection with I'm, all that maybe shit? Maybe Luke just liked the thrill of getting caught. Uh, you know, 
You know what? You that answers know. a lot. I just wanted it was a, a change fetish. of scenery. Yeah. And a, from what I was thinking was, where's the first place someone's going to go? Oh, someone's bed because it's comfortable. Jesus. <laughs> so I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, yo, when you come to my spot, do you jerk off in my bed? Like, I don't know now. I can't leave you. Maybe. You see what I'm saying? It's that <laughs> shit. <laughs> I never jerked off in anybody's bed, but I have wiped my dick in somebody's curtains. I, like, I, I, like, I did, like I did your, it to the guest house. Your flaccid dick? Yeah. yeah, yeah like when you're this cleaning. Is, this, this was after I, I looked I, around it. There was nothing to, there nothing was to wipe no, with. No, no, nothing to wipe with. So I just, I, I, I went over to the, the, the curtain. Yeah. <laughs> that is fucking fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> See? So what I said to him is not so far off, okay? No, I, I, I my, could have texted I him and like, hey, stuck in traffic on the way back. I'm going to be another hour. And he's there bored. He's like... Okay, <laughs> but this couch isn't too comfy. Where's the next most comfortable place? <gasps> He's got a bed. Uh, uh, uh. Yo, oh, the other like, so yes, okay. you still have your one because you never jacked off my bed that you got, time. You got your one, Mark. Bless you got your, your heart. You got your your one. I'm gonna use it wisely. You I'm gonna use, use it wisely because you didn't screw up that time. With your one, with your one freedom comes great power. <laughs> <laughs> You use common quotations. See you, see you, M. See you Monday. <laughs> see you Monday. See you Monday. Me, I had the life of a friend too. And he was doing his ones and twos on his girly and everything like that. But I got fully dragged into it without any kind of warning. And I had to vouch on spot. So it's kind of fucked up where. I'm in my bed, minding my goddamn business. There was so, no pre-telling to you? No like, pre oh, by the way, no, no, in yeah, five yeah. minutes, this is going to happen. No, no. That's See, and that, that in there, because you got to really be thinking quick on your feet. But, but I, I, you I, are yeah. a good person. Yeah. So he, he, so it threw me off. So I'm, I'm sleeping. My phone's ringing. I was like, why is she calling me? Whatever, right? So I was like, this time of night? Like, the fuck? I don't want no problems. But I'm like, what if he might be in trouble? She calls. She's like, hey, where is he? Is he there stuff, whatever? At the same time I answered, he's calling the other line. So I'm like, I don't know. I think he's in the living room sleep. So I was like, hold on. I clicked over. Yeah. My guy's driving. He's on the way going home. He's like, yeah, I told my girl I was going to be at your house. So I was like, yeah, she's on the other line. He's like, all right, here's what's going to happen. You just got to tell her I'm in your washroom or some shit like that. So he's like, hang up on both of us and then call her back and say you're in the washroom and I'll be on the phone on mute and then act like you're knocking on something. I'm in my fucking bed. So I have to reach over now, knock on the damn wall behind me. So I'm talking to her and she, and she they start arguing. She's like, where are you? He's like, I was here at Mars' house. We were playing video games. I got drunk. He fell asleep and I fell asleep. Check, aren't you coming home? He's like, I'm leaving now. Check, all right, bye. Hung up. Don't you ever fucking do that shit to me again. You are a great friend. I would never do all that. I'd be like, oh, no, 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 no. You don't get one this time. <laughs> I was a young friend. I was probably semi yes man then. Yeah. That shit ain't flying it's right now. Not, 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 Yo, don't no. get me caught up in your shit. Uh, 
that's I need that that's anxiety. A friend. That, that's a ride or die right there to do that. That's what I'm I saying. That's, like, a, that's oh, what I'm no, saying. No. Quick thinking on your feet. I'm in bed. I'm tired. Yo, <laughs> I was like, two o'clock in the fucking morning. What the fuck is going on? I'm like, you know what? It's all said and done. They're still together to this day. Mission complete. Okay. I told I just looked you, at him. You saved <clears throat> that relationship. I looked at him and stuff like you are the glue for them. If they ever lose you, they're nothing. I hope you're listening, fucker. <laughs> you, I know, hope you're listening. you better hope they're not listening. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to your daddy. <laughs> you daddy hope knows they're not best. listening. <laughs> Disregard Marv's comments. I do apologize. (laughs) (laughs) All right. um, Let's get to the Ask the Sons for the week, man. So as guests, tradition, guests get first crack at Ask the Sons. First crack. Oh, okay. Well, you don't don't get the first crack. (laughs) No, no, no. He's older, so you'll get his crack. You'll get his crack. You don't get the first crack. But you get the first Ask the Sons. (laughs) All right. Okay. (laughs) Question time. Well, gentlemen, my twonk and my daddy. All right. As I know from heterosexual sex, Mm -hmm. there's usually always the man is giving it and the woman is taking it. I mean, there are some straight men who like it up the ass, Mm. but that's a rare commodity from what I know. So the power dynamic is always you're the one with that kind of giving power and she's the one with that taking power. Right. So would you ever... Have the woman ride you mm-hmm. and let her pull out from behind her back a little floppy dildo and just give you a big old slap across the face. And when I say one <laughs> slap, I mean like one each side. And then she, right she, after that, she can throw that dildo out. You know, it kind of gave that whole power shift for a minute, yeah. you know, just like, and you can be thrown it. You don't have to this look guy. at it again. <laughs> this guy. Would I'm, you? I'm going to have to say no, no to the slap across um, the face. Why not? Because it's going to be very questionable to me at that point. I've never seen you with a dildo before in your entire life. Yeah, you come out Where like that, man. What's your fucking from? utility, bro? <laughs> she can have her secrets, too. Wait. Not after, not after wait, 10 years riding. of marriage. You said she's writing. Well, well, that would so, be the best way. So what happened? Do you rather ri- be missionary? Hold on, hold on. If she's writing, right? And she comes from behind. I'm assuming that dildo was in her ass. <laughs> so now I got like... Okay, so let's just say she had a little like pouch. Okay, a utility belt. belt. Like some yeah, Batman utility shit. Utility belt. belt. Okay. Bat belt. So the, the you, bat, have, you have, belt. You have some belt. awareness that it's there. You know it's going to happen. You really wouldn't? You'd have a problem with that one slap? It, but what's the what's the reward for me? Like, what do I get the reward? Like, we're yeah, there's satisfying no reward. her. There is no reward for you. You're being dominated. No, yeah. I, if it's satisfying <laughs> her, you're letting her feel what you usually feel. Why? 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 I just can't give her head, and she just called me like, "Yeah, She's eat that not pussy." Sticking like, it in any that? of your holes, just giving you a slap. There's, nah, there's two. no reward, man. And that dildo can go to the trash. No one needs to know about it. But like that be your own little <laughs> sexual secret. <laughs> You would never let her just just that one little slap. I need a reward for it. There has to be like like politeness. If I'm gonna take a chocolate bar, no, no. If I'm gonna take a dildo slap in my face and everything, yeah, she has to say, "Me and my two other friends want to fuck you, but we have to dildo slap you." I'd be like, you know what, cheek to cheek. Was how we doing this? (laughs) (laughs) So you want a menage a trois? I want a trois. Oh my. Okay. So yours comes with the price. You're goddamn right. Okay. <laughs> and daddy over here just wouldn't do it at all. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just not, I'm, I'm just not getting any, any left or right. 
<laughs> what about north and south then? Yeah, that's even worse. Because it's a little slow in your lip. Are you rubbing an engine? I know where it's been. It might pass my nose. I might catch a whiff. That's what I'm saying. Well, let's hope it hasn't been used. Okay. Well, it's good to know where you stand on this. Thank you. Very good to know. Thank you. Listen, we we welcome listen, all listen, questions from the sun. When we're done here, don't you be having any conversations with my wife? Okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah, get the jelly one. He was talking oh, about the jelly one. I was to say those lime green ones. They're the night. They flop nice. They give a good sound. <laughs> <laughs> and they give a better motorboat. What the north and south? Really realistic looking too. Veins and everything. Shit. Huh? Um, next question comes from KitKat88. What is the pettiest reason you've rejected someone? Hear from you. Oh, when I was very young, it's because his penis was too ugly. Define ugly now. Well, like, he had nothing wrong with gingers. I'm putting that out there. <laughs> but he was a ginger. And I remember when I looked at it with the red bush and there were freckles on it all over. And I was like, oh. Freckle dick. Yeah, no. I told him that I was having a stomach ache that day and I needed to go home. And I was young and stupid, okay? <laughs> he don't want none of this runs. No, 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 no. He's like, oh, yeah. I would have brought lube. I didn't need the shit for the lube. <laughs> <laughs> shit, Freckles. What about you, Smooth? Uh, this one girl liked me, but she had like this gap between her teeth and it was like front and center it's, it's not even like if it was off to the side or anything like that so anytime she talked I all I could see Focus was the, the, gap? the gap yeah and it's, damn it, it just wasn't happening she was cute though there was this cute girl at the time so I think I was in middle school she used to she was gorgeous I never knew her name for the longest but yeah. I was just like you know I, I like that girl right so then somebody said oh you want me to put you on I'm like sure why not they're like, Marv. So I'm like, what's up? No, they call her. She had the same name as my mom. I'm like, nope. Cannot happen. Yeah, yeah. Cannot that, that, happen. That one, that one. I'm like, your name is Marv. She's like, yeah, my name is Marva. I'm like, we're done. That's a wrap. <laughs> Never mind. I just want to ask you, can I borrow your pencil? Because <laughs> I'm like, she's like, what? You ain't like the girl? Marv likes you. Oh, your name is Marv? I'm like, yeah. She's like, they call you Marv too? I'm like, yeah. She looked at me she's like, mm. And she's like, but you're Marvin. I'm like, no. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> so we're all petty bitches, basically. We're pretty much. Pretty much. Mm. Pretty much. I can't, I can't be smashing no girl and then I'm calling out my mother's name, man. I need therapy. <laughs> Especially if she asks you back. Uh, yes, honey. <laughs> your fault. <laughs> See, now I'm going to therapy regardless now. Yeah. <laughs> Yo. All right, last question comes from Yanagan. Or Yanagan. What is a scam most people don't realize is a scam? Smooth go first. I think Lotto. Lotto. Why do yeah. you say Lotto? Because it's like the, the, the chances of winning? It, the chances of winning, and they always sell you on that, that dream portion, and everybody keeps dreaming. <laughs> oh, yeah, the government's idiot tax. <laughs> the government's idiot tax. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Mm, I'd have to say GoFundMe's. Yeah. A lot of those. GoFundMe's, mm. yeah. They're, 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 a lot they're of those are just, oh yeah. Because even like, there was a, a girl, I guess she was, from, she was from Atlanta, 
No, no, she was from like, I guess, New York or somewhere like that. Mm -hmm. And she went to Atlanta to go party. And she needed flight money for flight and get back. And she made a GoFundMe. And she got the money. And I was like, are you guys fucking stupid? How did she get in the first fucking place? Huh, she can call mommy and daddy to uh, wire me some money. <laughs> and a GoFundMe. And then she met, she met her $1,200 goal. So I was like, yeah, that's a fucking scam. I mean, some of them are legit, of course, but there's you, a lot you of know? scams out there. How do well, you know? Exactly. No one's going to know. Don't. How do you know? Yeah, no one's going to know. This is true. This is true. You may never Market know. Look at that shit. All right, man. Yo, we, we, we really do appreciate you for coming through today. Oh, thank you for having me. Anytime. Anytime. A lot of fun. Anytime. Thank you, Lou. Um, we're going to head off for the Associated Sons for the week. Associated Sons for the week. Oh, this is also this episode is also brought to you by Aqua King, King Aqua. Aqua Alkaline Water. Good for you. Good for you. Tell tell tell, tell the difference uh, between regular water and alkaline water, Marv. Alkaline water is more. It's more to a purified level where it helps the body work for you than against. A lot of the waters we drink today it has a lot of fucking sodium in it. Right. Right. So it's. I don't want to call out that company. They might cut us a check one day. But I mean, there's some companies out here pump a lot of sodium in it so it keeps you drinking the water. And when you feel thirsty again after you're drinking, that's it. I want to say I had a few gulps of this and stuff, whatever, and I've been quite parched. I mean, I was parched before. Yeah. Now I'm refreshed after, and I still got my bottle of stuff to go to. So salute to King Aqua. Thank for you. Alkaline water. Thank you. So yeah, the so say the suns this week. Stop treating confidence like it's a nice to have instead of a must have. So say the sons. So say the sons. I feel like us as people, like we spoke about confidence yeah, earlier, earlier and everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's a beautiful one. Thank you. I feel like a lot of people, they just, they move kind of different. Like they just forget that confidence is not of the utmost. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. every time I hear people and stuff when they describe like ideal mate or hero and everything like that, or even villain, whoever they want to praise, it's the confidence aspect that, that they like about that person. Right. What kind of gets them there. Yeah. And then everything else after that will kind of work well. Right? You know, it's funny because you can almost you you can almost see the the contrast, but the similarity between confidence and fear. Mm -hmm. Whereas people can smell fear. And people can see fucking confidence a mile away. Yeah. Oh, shit. Well, when you smell me, you smell Chanel. <laughs> number five? <laughs> Not number five? Extreme. 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 <laughs> Nothing basic over here besides my petty behavior. <laughs> that's, that's, true, that's true talk from a... A twonk. That's our, <laughs> our twonk. Our resident twonk. So says daddy. So says, so says daddy. Hey, I see you. Yo, once again, man, thank you for everybody listening to the Particle Sons. We do thank our guests again. Tell people where to find you, man. Uh, Instagram handle LJ Gallo, which is G-A-L-L-O. All right. All right. Mm -hmm. Once again, thank you for listening to the Particle Sons. Remember, the difference between genius and stupidity is that genius has its limits. Peace and love. Be safe. Happy Pride. Peace. Happy Pride. Peace. Love Peace. is love. <laughs> <laughs>
And uh, oh, 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 and also by the time you finished listening to this, you should probably go check out the YouTube for that daddy battle. Yeah, that Marv won. Yeah, yeah like go watch the daddy battle. <laughs> Marv says he wins, but we will see. Peace, Peace and love, everybody. Peace and love. Happy Pride. The particle signs with not your average Joseph and Sofa King Marvelous. <laughs>